0: Sam, Sam, Sam.
1: Simon, hello.
0: Hi. Hi. So I am, well, we just established that the last time our recording, the talking to each other on the internet, um, the last time that happened was in 2017.
1: October 2017. But you know what it is? It's because you and I started a business together and Mm -hmm. we were living in the same city for the first time in a while. And I had to see your very stupid face every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I didn't need to have conversations with you on the internet anymore because I was having conversations with you in the real world.
0: So we made a new website and we started using Fireside. By the way, thank you, Dan, Benjamin, and team. Fireside is incredible. If you need to make conversations and put them on the internet, it's probably the best tool for doing so. But in doing that... I was listening to some of our old episodes as I was bringing them over onto the new site and I realized a few things. What? Um, The first one is the last time I spoke to you, well, maybe not the last time, but very close to the last time, I was in London and you were in South Africa Mm -hmm. and now you're in Cambridge in England (laughs) and I'm in South Africa. So that's flipped.
1: I mean, that's weird. Yes. And what else has changed?
0: Well, um, we slipped into an alternate timeline where sentient Cheetos <laughs> run the galaxy and mm. there's way more viruses <laughs> than there used to be. <laughs> Ton more viruses. Um, oh, and past me used to interrupt you a lot. Past me was an asshole, basically.
1: Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say, say what my, my thoughts are about that. <laughs>
0: Alternate <laughs> timeline me is much better.
1: Oh, I'm um, good. Good, good. I'm glad.
0: I um, think. I, we'll don't, I
1: don't actually think that you used to interrupt me as much as you think that you did. I think hmm. that conversations uh, are filled with interruptions and that's just how they are.
0: That's a very nice way of saying Simon's an asshole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, isn't it very strange that we are living through a pandemic? Isn't that quite weird? It, like every now and then I remember that it's happening, like in between just going on and living my life. And I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of a weird thing that's happening.
0: Mm. I think the catalyst for this alternate timeline might have been the fact that we stopped making conversations on the internet together.
1: Or that we started talking about making conversations on the internet again. And actually uh-huh. this is all our fault. And mm. things are only going to get weirder the longer we talk. <laughs>
0: Maybe, or sure maybe, how at this point. maybe, maybe this is the first step in restoring reality to so having there's same people in way... charge of countries and mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> there's only one way to find out. So let's try. I mean, it must be said, South Africa, our country, uh, more your country right now than mine, cause I am not there, but it is still my country. Um, my feels hood. like, feels like it's got quite sane leadership generally, apart from people who think that now is a great time to introduce prohibition again.
0: Mm. Our police chief leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. Not the biggest fan of that guy.
1: Crazy time, Simon. What are the things that have been bringing you joy, even though the world has been a very crazy place?
0: So if future humans hear this conversation and wonder what we're alluding to, it's the fact that we may not leave our houses right now (laughs) and so, <laughs>
1: I don't think people are going to get s- this. <laughs> I don't think that this is going to be like, I don't know. What, what's something that we've forgotten about the year 2000? Probably lots of things. This isn't going to be like really wide-legged jeans where we just collectively agree to forget that that existed.
0: Well, you you never know, Sam. The future is a vast expanse. Uh, what has been bringing me joy? Well, because I'm a gigantic nerd, the same things that brought me joy before, staying inside in my pajamas and playing video games. <laughs> which what, is not sanctioned
1: it's so good what video games in in particular
0: i have been playing world of warcraft i've been playing borderlands 3 with our friend kenny oh. i've been playing don't starve with our friend lauren and with your man and with other people on the internet my son kian as well
1: I'm so obsessed with Don't Starve. I don't I like I don't know what it is about the fact that my real life is so stressful that it feels like the best way to not be stressed is to instead be very stressed about a tiny carnivorous red-headed child named Wigfred who keeps dying of cold. <laughs> In
0: a Victorian universe <laughs> where everything wants to kill it.
1: Yeah. I don't know why it, it makes me feel less stressed to just be stressed about Wigfred.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's something telling about human beings that for relaxation, we put ourselves in virtual environments that are trying to kill us and then see for how long we can escape death.
1: It's true. It's true. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe the simulation of it, uh, I don't know, makes it feel less threatening. I don't know. I, I don't understand anything about brains. It's its very odd. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, that's what I've been doing. Gathering virtual wood to make virtual fires to keep virtual <laughs> monsters at bay. What's been anything. sparking joy for you, Sam Beck bessinger
1: Um a lot of a lot of the same things, also lots of video games. Um also I'm experiencing my first ever northern hemisphere spring and boy is mm-hmm. it magical. Um so I have cracked out cracked cracked open What do you what do you do with watercolors? I think you crack them open. I've cracked open you, my very old watercolor paint.
0: You break the seal and you
1: <laughs> I don't know. You, you splash give them, a them sniff all sniff over. And you, yeah, I've been sniffing mm-hmm. my old watercolor paints and trying to paint nature. Um, we we have our friend, our friend Nick Young, uh, got me onto this, actually, um, because he's gotten deeply obsessed with identifying trees and plants, which... Of course he has. Of course, obviously, right? Um, and when he first told me this, I was like, huh, that sounds interesting, but definitely not something I would ever do. And boy, have I started doing it. Um, it's just been really fun spending a lot of time looking closely at leaves. And try to actually see them so that you can try and figure out exactly what leaves they are and draw them. Um, and that's kind of been fun because it's helping me feel more like I actually live here. It's a very weird thing to immediately move to a new country and then get locked up for two months. So I don't really feel like I live to live in the place that I have moved to. And spending a lot of time getting to know the nature is at least making me feel like I kind of get this place a little bit. So that's been nice.
0: Mm. Mm. I like it. (laughs) I'm just too profoundly lazy to learn new things. (laughs) But if I was to learn something new, (laughs) watercolors would be right up there.
1: So Simon, when I was thinking about uh, resuming our conversations on the internet, uh, I went back to trying to remember what these conversations were supposed to be about because of course they became about everything which is magical um, but mm-hmm. I remember that actually they started with a question about how to be productive in the world like how to build a life where you are productive but productive in the sense of you're working on things that have meaning to you I think
0: yeah but what does or, it even or... mean yeah how to automate everything so you can be even more profoundly lazy than you would otherwise be.
1: Yes, constructive laziness. That was definitely part that, of it.
0: That's that's my, you know, that's that's the driving <laughs> force behind everything I do is <laughs> just freeing up as much time to do nothing as possible.
1: But a, a noble goal. But don't you feel like <laughs> your, your entire relationship to the concept of productivity has been different in the last couple of weeks? Or has it not really changed for you?
0: It hasn't changed too much. I still make no plans. I still commit to nothing. I still deliver very little. I just, you know, do so without going for walks. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's that's how it feels.
1: I mean, it certainly doesn't look like that's what's happening. It looks like you're busy with lots of things.
0: Yeah, I spend a lot of time on calls mm. on the Zoom, mm. which is a thing now. On the Zoom. Um Yeah, I spend a lot of time talking to people, which is a poor substitute for actual productivity. Mm. But it makes you feel like you're doing something (laughs) when you talk about doing things with other people. Mm -hmm. Do you feel more productive?
1: I feel exceptionally productive at the moment, which I mean, what's strange. So I think that it's really dangerous to have an expectation of productivity during this time. Like everyone is collectively traumatized, I think, in large ways or small ways. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't like, you know, any of the, the, the messaging that's going around of, you know, well, now's the time to do the thing that you've always said you wanted to do. Everyone is also just kind of emotionally processing a really big thing. Um, mm. but despite all take of off that, my
0: jersey about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> despite all of that, I have personally found this an incredibly, uh, yeah, like like productive period in a lot of ways. I think because I have fewer distractions than I normally do. Um, I, I also just really like being by myself in my own head. Um, and I have a lot of time in my own head at the moment. And interesting things are coming out of my brain, sometimes good.
0: Okay. I want to hear about these interesting things coming out of... Uh, your brain but first I will say that you are the most like ridiculously productive person I've ever met this doesn't feel like it's a problem you've had
1: uh sorry I actually I lost you a little bit there
0: that's fine I I lose myself from time to time what has been coming out of your brain Sammy I was just paying you a compliment and saying how ridiculously productive you are and how this doesn't feel like it's an actual problem you've had before
1: I do. Okay. So I think that my main productivity problem is that I am never sure what the important things are to work on. And I sometimes spend a lot of time doing a lot of things that end up being entirely unimportant, as you know. Congratulations.
0: (laughs) You're a human being. Well done.
1: (laughs) I think one of the things that's been happening is I just, I feel like, I feel very okay about saying no to a lot of things right now because it's a great Hmm. excuse right like no i don't feel like working on this random project because the world has changed and so no um because there's a
0: pandemic you assholes why do you want me to make spreadsheets at such a time
1: i can't hear you at all my buddy i'm sorry you've turned into weird what's going on
0: what's wrong with Zencast? i can hear you perfectly And we're back. And we're back. You're no we luck. solved the problem of Sam's headphones. It
1: was the headphones all along. How strange. Damn those cans. <laughs> they just Two things happened that head. you didn't
0: hear, Sam. The one was I paid you a compliment and said that wow. you're the most ridiculously Me. productive person I know. And it doesn't feel like you had a, a, had a problem with productivity before the pandemic.
1: Oh, that's sweet. I mean, like, I, Mm. I think the thing is, I know that I I do a lot of things every day, but I think that I often do a lot of things that end up not being of value. Um, Mm -hmm. and one of the things that has been really great in this time is I have just been saying no to a bunch of things. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I've been feeling more productive. I don't know.
0: Mm. Less busy work.
1: Less busy work. Exactly. Although, you Mm. know, uh, I haven't, I've also had the amazing privilege of having you as a business partner who's willing to do all the terrible Zoom calls with people. So I don't have to. That also helps. we mm. really mm. cool taken one for the team here.
0: It's all I'm good for, Sam, being in meetings.
1: <laughs> so many
0: meetings. So uh, what else has come out of your brain?
1: Oh, man. I don't know if it's anything particularly profound. Oh, so one of the things I have been doing um in my solitude is i have been reading a book by daniel defoe called journal of the plague year so defoe's mm-hmm. the guy who wrote um, treasure island like that that defoe um, mm-hmm. and he wrote this book about the plague the bubonic plague in london in the 1600s uh, mm-hmm. w- which he lived through but he was a toddler Um, So it's actually a work of fiction, but it's a very sort of historically work of fiction. And it has been incredibly remarkable how similar those experiences are, although obviously that was a much worse plague, like 30 percent of people or something died of that plague Mm. in Europe, um, which is nothing like this plague. But just like things like the arguments that he's having with his brother, where his brother is like, hey, let's leave town and go stay in my cool country house Um, and the protagonist is like, on the one hand, I just don't know if I could be cooped up with you for several weeks. I might drive, like, I might, I might murder you. Um, and Mm. secondly, like, I can't just shut down my business for that amount of time. Um, it's just like the, the choices and the decisions that people had to make back then are exactly the same as the choices and decisions that people are making now, even though it's Mm. a different plague. So I found that satisfying because it's firstly a reminder that humans have always been at war against the viruses um, or bacteria in the case of bubonic plague. Um, This isn't a new thing. But it's also been interesting to think about all the ways that the world changed, um, some of them very positively after that plague in the sense of Hmm. labor, labor had much more power. Like the world became a much fairer, more economically equal place largely as a result of the plague. Um, hmm. And I guess just trying to feel hopeful that there might be some good things that come out of this one eventually.
0: Hmm. I'd already, I already see some of those good things starting to happen. Like I think a lot of offices aren't going to reopen because businesses are just going to realize that they didn't need them to begin with. Like this office thing is 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 a fairly recent development in human history, and it hasn't worked out very well for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm speaking to a lot of people who are working from home, if you will, for the first time and going, Why the hell did we ever have an office in the first place? It's just a silly expense.
1: Well it totally, you know, proves that every every business who argued, you know, dug their heels in and was like, well, you no, know, we just absolutely could not let people work from home. It's unthinkable. You know, they'll never mm. be able to make that argument again.
0: Yeah. What else is good that's coming from this? It this has been the most polarizing thing I've ever seen happening to businesses. Mm. It's like this, businesses are either thriving because of what's happening right now or they're shutting down they're very few who are just coasting along or just doing okay or mm. carrying on business as usual you know this is this has really been like a big separating event like if, mm. you, if you're in the entertainment industry events if you're a performing artist if, if you're a restauranteer, mm. like this is a big deal for your business uh, whereas on the other hand if you're zoom if you're slack mm. if you're the companies providing the services that are on steroids right now—it's profoundly positive. You know, like Zoom's gone from ten million to two hundred million users during the pandemic, which is nuts.
1: Yeah, and it's it's total luck, right? I mean, I think the thing that is has been interesting is just how um, interesting and heartbreaking is how much what's happening is also just exacerbating lines of inequality that already existed. So, you know, Mm. I I just think about our team, you know, in our business and half of us have always been able to work from home. We have it pretty easy. You know, we have really stable internet connection. We can still live a a lot of our lives in very similar ways to how we've always lived, but we have other members of the team who don't have reliable internet at home, you know, and Mm. and the difference that that makes on a tiny, tiny, kind of human level is so, so profound. Hmm. And just you have those things just multiplying over and over. <sighs>
0: Boy, yeah. a country house would be an asset right now.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, where's my where's my estate? I can <laughs> retreat you.
0: <laughs> I wonder if there'll be a lot of de-urbanization following the pandemic. People going, yeah, living in the city was a, a bit cuck during <laughs> the pandemic. <laughs> I'm going to head for the hills. I've
1: been, I've been thinking about that a lot. And also... I wonder if this is going to be kind of the end of polyamory for a while. (laughs) 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 I mean, one of the weird things about this whole thing is it's really forced everyone to really buckle down and and get quite serious about family in in quite an intense way. Um, Yeah. Really couple up, you know.
0: Hmm. Maybe there'll be less traffic. Definitely going to be less handshakes, which, you know, that's fine.
1: Well, That's luckily we have the, the elbow elbow punch now, thanks mm-hmm. to our president's amazing amazing choreography.
0: <laughs> cleaner air, cleaner water. Yeah. For a while at least. Um I'm I'm sure we'll return to our polluting ways in no time. But, this but is the for thing. now, yeah, it's pretty careful.
1: Like, like I wanna be so optimistic about some of this. Like I wanna I want to see this as okay, this is finally the thing that's going to help the world understand how much behavior change is going to be necessary for us to solve the climate emergency, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, do you know what's happening during this time is goddamn like oil barons are also, and big energy, old energy companies, whatever, are using this as a time to stage coups, basically, and just you know push weird legislation through, buy up a whole bunch of... of, of uh, you know, natural resources. Ah, oh, man.
0: Those motherfuckers. Those motherfuckers. Of course, if you're a conspiracy theorist, then you know, you've got endless amount of things to work with right now.
1: Yeah, you really do.
0: It's the oil barons that caused the virus. Oh wait, no, sorry, it was five G.
1: Five G and the lizard people.
0: Ah. Oh. Uh, morons really do come out to play at a time like this. <laughs> Have you seen any cell towers being assailed near your place of residence sam apparently this is a thing in the uk
1: i have not in my personal residence but also i basically am living in a ghost town right now because cambridge is a university town on obviously uh so the university mm-hmm. shut down so it is eerily empty there's no one here so there's no one to assail cell towers i'm sure it's happening elsewhere
0: yeah yeah hmm <laughs> Hmm. pandemics do you want to tell me about other awesome things that you've discovered of late
1: oh uh, oh man uh i have discovered the joys of codenames pictures um which is a game that works quite well over zoom we've discovered um i've always really liked codenames that board game where you try to connect words um but i've never played the one the picture version and i find it much more creative and lateral thinkingy um, mm. so that given me enormous joy, I guess, like the things that have been bringing me joy have often been things that have been around hanging out with other people, which is why I've also been loving Don't Starve Together so much. Mm. Those are really been the yeah. main things. Yeah. What yeah. about you?
0: Uh, I mentioned Fireside earlier, but I'm fairly taken with it. Um, <laughs> it's fun to be delving back into the world of podcasting and finding that very little has changed except that now everybody podcasts. But <laughs> and some awesome new tools. And Fireside is incredible. Uh, Plus, we're
1: using a tool called Zencaster, which is a pretty good uh, like way to record interviews.
0: Yeah, man. Zencaster is awesome. Um, but nothing else, really. I have been discovering Don't Starve, which is not a new game. But I have been enjoying that, which we have discussed too.
1: I have an important productivity tool question, which uh-huh. is... We have all been sampling every possible option when it comes to video conferencing. What is the best one? Because I cannot, I can't decide. They, I hate mm. them all.
0: Yeah, I hate them all. I'm hating Google Meet less than most. So Meet or Hangouts, depending on whether or not you pay Google <laughs> or have a company, basically. <laughs> um, but Google Meet's come a long way and it just seems to be the most like uh, frictionless way to get on a video call with somebody. Mm. Seems fine. Um, It's probably the second best. Uh, Microsoft Teams is surprisingly good when it comes to the call stuff, which its chief competitor Slack is like absolutely atrocious at. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And then like interesting little things like house party, which, you know, I saw pop up on Product Hunt, like I can't remember when, like this obscure little, like let's all hang out together on a video chat tool that nobody was using. And now suddenly during the pandemic, everybody has house party.
1: I have not tried House Party. What is it? Is it like whereby it's an, where you have,
0: it's you an have app. It? it's yeah. it, you know what it, it it's it's kind of designed for multiple people on a video call. You get the feeling with like Zoom and most other tools that this is better in a one-on-one scenario, whereas House Party is very geared towards like a big group of people on a video call together. From what I can mm-hmm. tell, I haven't used it extensively. Discord's also been pretty great. I mean, you know, it was designed for games. Um, but hanging out in virtual worlds and surviving while killing things together um is very much like staying at home and working together on a <laughs> tough project. And it turns out some of the tools made for the one are good for the other.
1: Dude, hanging out with friends on Discord and playing video games has been the my greatest source of joy in all of this. It really, really Net- has
0: been. Yeah. Nerds were really born for pandemics.
1: <laughs> been training for this.
0: <laughs> Commitment to science check. <laughs> But to preoccupy <laughs> oneself surviving in Victorian forests all day, check. <laughs> <laughs> Questionable problem, one
1: hygiene at the best of times,
0: triple check, in my own case. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> really let loose there. Um, okay, good. So house party. I mean, have we? is it a good solution to replicate an actual party? Because the stuff that I've been missing, right? So it's a long weekend, this weekend that we're about to go into. Um, and I have been thinking how much I would love to be going to a trance party at this time. Mm, and I've been there's some
0: things come. we're not going to create in our bedroom, Sam.
1: <laughs> but there's got to be a way. Come on, I believe in technology. Oh, I mean, I just the silent disco happen. people
0: have been doing what they usually do on beaches at home now with each other on video chats, and it makes me so sad, Sam, to watch these people <laughs> dancing with their headphones on. <laughs>
1: I mean, it sounds great, but now that I picture it, yes, it also sounds incredibly lame. <laughs> mm.
0: Silent, mm. this—the rise of the silent disco is a profound evil in this alternative timeline. It's a—it's something that must be stopped. But you I, know, you're I also not hurting perfect. anybody by going to one, so off you go.
1: Yeah, I think I—I I think I might do a silent disco this weekend.
0: There's something. There's something though about. Being in a group of people and having the sound coming into your ear holes from the same speakers, that is like, you know, key to a party for me. Standing around with other people with headphones on who may or may not be listening to the same channel as you at that time just does not cut any kind of cheese.
1: So there's this app, right? I mean, this will only be of any value in the aftertimes, if if ever there are aftertimes. Um, But it's this really fun game that's a great icebreaker for big conferences and stuff. I I know that that sentence sounds extremely strange. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's basically a silent disco app, but only you and one other person um, are listening to the same song. And the idea is you've got to find the other person purely based on their dance moves. So you're kind of checking what other people are doing to see if they're jamming on the same wavelength as you.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. and then if
1: you you match and you kind of give you share a code on each other's phone then you get points it's really cute actually i'll try and remember what the game is called
0: okay now i'm trying to remember the name of something as well which was a service i'm not sure if it's still around that was designed for watching netflix with other people over the internet yes so you could watch the same episode or something at the same time if one person pauses it i think it pauses on the other end
1: oh that's cool i mean not sure
0: what it's good for but That's a thing (laughs)
1: We've been doing that quite a lot without tools, just with good old fashioned uh, like WhatsApp or whatever, or Telegram, where you just mm-hmm. queue, go at the same time. It's, it's quite fun. And then you can sort of still bicker through the movie and make fun of things.
0: Mm. Not yeah.
1: everything is an app.
0: The one thing I don't want while I'm watching a movie is interaction with other human beings necessarily.
1: Mm-hmm. Not
0: verbal anyway.
1: I kind of like it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bad I, movie fan. You're I love that guy. Bad movies, and you're the person
0: sitting behind me in the cinema yep, talking I'm to their friend about I'm the movie guy. I'm trying to watch. I'm that guy. I'm saying.
1: <laughs> See, it's very. We've never been I'm to not... a
0: cinema together.
1: No, we have. Shush. We definitely. We have. haven't.
0: Oh, we went and watched uh, the thing about the guy who started McDonald's. That yes. dick.
1: Yeah, mm. that guy. I mean, we yes. TV, for like well over 10 years i'm sure we've been to the freaking well i'm
0: just i'm just surprised that that you're a, a cinema chatty person and we're still friends
1: <laughs> it's a good thing i'm quarantining my house now
0: mm. yeah and we need to keep room. you away from the bioscopes of the world
1: <laughs> uh there's something else that's on that note that has been really cool uh is this online service called movie um mm-hmm. so it's kind ah, of
0: movie with a b m-u-b-i
1: yeah so ah, yeah, so good it's so good, right? So it's like curated movies, and that's what's really fun. So you have less of that movie choice paralysis of here are a hundred things that I should watch. Instead, it's like yeah. a small curated set that changes. When is it? Every day, a new movie gets
0: added. I, I think they ha- they do like a month at a time, and then the old movies expire, so you can't go back. You know, they, at some point, you can't go back and watch the movie of the day from like thirty one days ago or something.
1: Yeah, which is great. But it's a,
0: it's a great idea. You know, yeah. the it's sort of the antithesis of a Netflix or a Hulu or whatever, where you're just flooded with like a trillion Tiger Kings and movies. Yeah. And in there is some gems, but good luck finding them. Whereas yeah. this is the opposite. It's just like, you know, here's some really good movies. There are 30 of them. Enjoy.
1: Isn't it weird how it feels like what has ironically happened because of Netflix's huge catalog is that everyone watches only the same shows? <laughs> like it's actually become more of a winner takes all thing. Like everyone watched Tiger King. Literally, everyone has seen it.
0: Right? Literally, everybody. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, <laughs> I enjoyed Tiger King.
1: <laughs> Are you team Carol or team Tiger King? Whatever his name I is. I am
0: team none of those fucking people. <laughs> 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 But its it's been crazy watching the meme verse during uh, this pandemic, like yeah. the whole world watching a TV show. I'm not sure the Tiger King phenomenon would have been much like a year ago.
1: You think it's because we're all stuck inside?
0: I don't know. I don't know. There, there's, there's like a togetherness online now that perhaps yeah. is just my, in my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm, taking, I'm taking TV show advice from people who I otherwise would be ignoring if I yeah. was allowed to go for walks. And go well, to I mean, restaurants. We, we
1: are all extremely on online at the moment. We are
0: so online right now.
1: <laughs> like the, you always, we always used to have like one friend um, mm-hmm. who was the person who was just extremely online, and now yeah. we're all that friend.
0: Those people were born for this time.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm, the Matthew but, Barges of the world.
1: That's exactly who I'm thinking. Of.
0: That is <laughs> Matt is extremely online. Even when he's not online, he's like he's plugged into the matrix.
1: Did, so I think you can test your, the speed of your internet connection by how much time it takes Matthew Barge to like one of your posts after you post it. It's instantaneous. Mm. I don't know how he does it. You could even be talking to him. And I think he's got a team. <laughs> a team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Extremely online. And everybody has a podcast now. No. And there are very many work from home experts, thought leaders doing online webinars about I've how to be in your pajamas and type.
1: <laughs> I've got time for it. I think everyone, one of the things that has been amazing about this time and weird is mm-hmm. I don't think everyone, I, I can't think of another situation where everyone has had to learn so many new skills so quickly.
0: Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I am mm-hmm. still there?
1: I am still there. I'm just adjusting my blanket cave. It's getting quite your hot. Your blanket
0: cave, oh. your echo escape chamber. <laughs> Uh, All right, it's, Sam. I should let you go and get out of your cave then.
1: Thank you, my darling. I we am should, going to Yeah.
0: No, I was interrupting you again, and that's that's <laughs> I'm not like that anymore. Please carry on. You've
1: changed. You've changed. No, yeah. wait, I was just gonna say I am going to take my party to the garden and sit under my tree with my laptop, which has been my nice. favorite home spot.
0: Yeah. If I had a garden, I would do the same.
1: No. This is why should we make more l- conversations.
0: Yeah, I think
1: think so. I think that we will get less rusty every time we do it. And Mm -hmm. it's really fun to chat about everything with you.
0: There's a thing called Stitcher now. Our conversations are there. Wait, they've always been there. I was thinking of Spotify. (laughs) There's a thing called Spotify now.
1: Were they not on Spotify before? Uh,
0: Nobody was on Spotify before. It was the olden days. I don't think Spotify was much of a thing back then.
1: Oh, yeah, the before times.
0: They certainly didn't have podcasts.
1: Yeah, we were all still listening to eight tracks.
0: <laughs> and if they did, they definitely wouldn't allow us to put ours on there. It was oh, more my. exclusive. Now they literally will let anybody on.
1: Any old god, Which is goblin. good for us.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, all right, Sammy. Bye,
0: I love you. Goodbye.
1: I love you too.